1: Welcome to the Bigfoot Society. In this episode I talk to Alfred who shares how he saw Bigfoot while hiking around Mount Rainier in 1987. If you've experienced something similar to what Alfred did or have more information regarding Bigfoot or other cryptids in the same area, please reach out immediately to me after this episode. Remember, your encounter could be the key to unlocking this mystery once and for all, so please don't hesitate to contact me at BigfootSociety at gmail.com. All right, Bigfoot Society, you have got the privilege of talking to Alfred tonight. He's a listener that reached out with some interesting things that he has encountered in his travels. Uh, Alfred... I hope you're doing well tonight sir i'm gonna put it right over to you
2: yes good evening jeremiah thank you for having me on and inviting me to uh, share my incident that i had again my name is alfred just a little bit of my background i'm an it person i have been doing it for 40 years now and i currently reside in connecticut So my story was back in 1987. My wife and I had visited some friends up in Seattle, Washington. And what happened was that during our stay, some of us decided to go hiking up at Mount Rainier. And I was really excited about it because I love the outdoors. I like camping. I've been fishing and doing all that sort of stuff since I was uh, a teenager back in the late 1970s. My friends and I would go hiking up uh, New York the uh, Catskill regions most of the time. But anyway, this particular story, uh, we had going out to do a hiking tour in Mount Rainier. And we ended up at this place, there was a parking lot. We parked, and as I mentioned in my story, there wasn't too many cars around. There must have been maybe five other cars in the area. And we started walking through one of the trails that one of our friends was familiar with. There were six of us, my wife, myself, and two other couples. And about a little way into the hike, we came up on a rest area, and there were some bathrooms. So everybody decided to go to the bathrooms and I decided to keep walking down the trail. I must have walked a few, but felt maybe just a few blocks. I mentioned there was about an eighth of a mile. And the reason I mentioned that was because I'm an avid runner and I can judge distance pretty well, I think. But anyway, as I was walking down this trail, I heard some noises in the woods like trampling and just I heard some leaves rattling and I decided to go and investigate. And at, the, at first I thought it might be maybe some other hikers. I didn't think it was animals or anything like that at the moment. So anyway, I decided to go into the uh, woods and I began to smell. I mentioned my story that I smelled this stench that was really bad. It was like a body odor, and it got stronger and stronger as I was getting into the woods. And it wasn't a a skunk because I'm familiar with the outdoors, animals, and I know what a skunk smells like. This did not smell like a skunk. I mentioned that I used to live in New York City, and it reminded me of a homeless person, basically. But anyway, I think that about 50 feet into... The tr- I, I went off the trail about 50 feet into it. I saw a grouping of trees. There must have been maybe about six trees. They were pretty large pine trees, and they were all grouped together. And then I saw something that was moving, and I couldn't figure out what it was. At, at first, I thought maybe there was some huge squirrels or maybe some type of an animal because it was two of them, and they were pretty far apart. One was on top and one was at on the bottom. And I kept getting closer because I, I was trying to figure out what type of animal it was. And as I got closer, I saw this huge thing just, it, it, I guess it went to its right, so it would have been my left, it peered. And I saw this huge thing sticking out. And I didn't know what it was. At first I thought it was a bear. But I said, no, it can't, can't be a bear. It was too big to be a bear, okay? So then my mind was running 100 miles an hour because I'm trying to figure out what the hell is this? And I knew it wasn't a person because it was huge. Again, I know distance. When I was in high school, I used to high jump. I'm 5'10", and I was able to high jump six feet. So this thing must have been eight feet or or taller okay and again when it leaned over then i realized that the two things that i saw moving was its right arm was holding onto the tree and the bottom part was part of its leg almost like the knee part and it looked at me and we locked eyes and i think that the that moment lasted i would say maybe 30 seconds which is not that long but it felt like an eternity because i saw its face It had almost human facial features and it had red eyes, but the eyes were not bright like you see on some videos. People at night, they'll show these eyes. They almost look like flashlights. No, this thing had almost like bloodshot eyes, like you would see on a drunk person. And it looked at me and I looked at it and I was panicking because realizing that this thing was huge. I said, oh my God, this thing, it's not a person. It's not somebody in a costume because I would have been able to tell that's a costume or that's somebody in something. But again, it was so huge. That's why I knew it wasn't a person. And then a few minutes later, I heard my party catching up to me. It was my wife and uh, the other two couples. And then this thing looked was the direction where they were coming behind me. And then it just slid away and it walked up the, uh, it was like the that part of the woods went up, started going up the hill. So it just walked away. And then I moved to my left to try to get a better glimpse. And I was able to see between the trees and it just kept walking up. And then at one moment it stopped, it looked to its right, and then it just kept walking and it disappeared. And then that's when, when my the rest of my party caught up to us. And I didn't know what to do. I, I didn't know how to explain to them that I had seen something that I couldn't explain because, again, I didn't want to be ridiculed. I do not want to be made fun of. And back then, this was back in 1987, we didn't know anything about Bigfoot back then. I didn't know. I had never heard about Bigfoot. Even when I used to go camping with my friends, we never heard anything about Bigfoot. We didn't know what it was. Again, later on... Later in time, yeah, I started hearing stories about Bigfoot and stuff, but I never thought that's what I saw. Because to be honest with you, I wanted to get it out of my mind because the only thing that it reminded me of was a creature that when I was a kid, my my family used to uh, mention a creature from my childhood that sort of people saw back in the motherland. I was born in Central America. And my father would tell us stories that there was this creature in the woods. I would give you the name. It was called La Cihuanava. And basically, this thing was a hairy monster. And it was a female because supposedly it has breasts. And it was hairy. It was huge. It has the, from what I understand, the right leg is supposed to be a chicken leg. And the left leg is supposed to be a horse leg. And the story was that if you were in the woods and then this thing came out at you, you were not supposed to turn your back to it. Because if you turn your back to it, 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 you will become insane. It will do something to you. I know it sounds ridiculous, but as a kid, this was the fear that they put in us. So anytime that we did anything wrong, they would tell us, oh, they're going to bring us to the woods and leave you there so this thing will get you. So that was the only thing that crossed my mind. But again, I was an adult. I was in my early twenties. No, it can't be. That's it's a myth. But that was the only thing that I can compare it to. So I I joined my party, and we kept walking. But the whole time, I was so afraid. I was uh, worried the whole time, and I was always looking around. I heard noises, and I was always just cautious, just in case this thing came out and tried to attack us or something. And and to be honest with you, if it did come out and approach us, I would have just grabbed my wife by the arm and I would have ran the hell out of there because I knew this thing was huge and there's no way all of us would have been able to fight this thing. And and then we eventually we made it back to our car, and we ended up going back to our friend's house where we were staying, and that was the end of it, and I never mentioned it to anybody. I told my wife this story, I think maybe a year afterwards, and she thought that maybe it was just a bear that I saw, but I know what I saw, and I know that was not a bear, and to this day, I have seen a lot of videos, and I have seen movies, and yeah, as I got older, I realized, you know what, well, I think maybe it could have been a big with what
1: I saw. That's a fascinating story, Alfred. Thank you for sharing. I know you just said that you, you really haven't shared this with anyone, and I, I appreciate you sharing it mm-hmm. on the show. Going back to that time when you were able to look at it for a bit, do you remember anything about the color of the hair of what you saw?
2: No yeah this thing was like a reddish brown because again, when I saw the arm and, and what was I guess the knee moving and I didn't know what it was at first, I thought it was maybe like a red squirrel, but I'm like it was too big to be a squirrel because again, I couldn't make out what it was because it looked like the hand was hugging part of the tree and it was shaky, like trembling and then the knee was just the knee was just staying put. it would just move from side to side but again because I hadn't seen the whole thing. I couldn't make out what it was, but it was like a reddish brown. Yeah.
1: Okay. Gotcha. So after you were able to see exactly what you were looking at, you realized it was just one creature then?
2: It was. Yeah. I, yeah. We, we, again, when it peered to the right and I looked at it, I saw the, the face, I saw the head, the shoulders. And actually, it was just part of it. It was just the right shoulder because it didn't step out. It just leaned to the right. But again, it was so huge that I, I had to look up to see this thing. And, and I was just amazed. I, I was I, I didn't know what to do. I, I, again, because my mind was like fighting to try to put, I, I, I guess, a, a reason. What is this? I couldn't figure it out. It's not, I know it's not a bear. And if it was a person, there's no way it could be that big. Oh, absolutely.
1: Do you remember anything about the length of the hair at all or anything
2: about the hair? It it was hairy. It wasn't, how do you say, it wasn't, the hair wasn't cropped or short. It was actually really shaggy. It's funny, it almost reminds me of uh, Chewbacca from Star Wars, basically. That's what it almost looked like, except reddish brown. The face, I remember the face was almost human, and I remember the eyes were also really far apart. That was another thing that I remember, that the eyes were not like a regular person. It would be like maybe one eye distance in between. This thing was like, I would say maybe there was like four eyes in between the first eye and, and the other eye. And then the, it was like a grayish color, the, the face. And i know it had lips it had a mouth but it wasn't moving the mouth wasn't moving the nose was the nose it had a nose and i remember the nose was a bit i guess because it was breathing it was flaring a bit you can see the nostrils moving and, and it was not like uh the nose was proportional it wasn't like uh, i guess like a it wasn't like a gorilla that it's really huge extending it was almost like a proportional human nose but to its size for that face.
1: Would you, was there a, a hood at all, like a hooded nose, or was it more of a flat nose, or?
2: I, I don't understand what do you mean hooded. It wasn't flat, it was almost like a, I guess almost like a human nose, but just,
0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: Okay, okay, gotcha. You said you saw the mouth. Was it a a larger mouth or smaller mouth? Or do you remember anything about the mouth portion of the face?
2: The mouth was basically just, uh, it it didn't have... The mouth—I don't remember seeing lips like I, I guess human lips. It was almost more like a flat. I guess you would say like a flat mouth. There was no shape to the lips. It was just like a line, but it was gray. But you could because you could actually make out that it was a mouth. And then it had, and because it was hairy, it looked like it had. Hair where a mustache would be.
1: At any time, did you see the mouth open so you could see the teeth of the creature?
2: No, it just, that was the other thing. It did not move. It didn't, but I did hear before I saw it, it did make a noise, which at first I thought it was a bear. It sort of made like a, some sort of a, I guess, like a grunt noise. It, it sounded like it took a breath. It went something like, and then something, something to that effect, like that. But the grunt was sort of a, It was really, how do you say, not loud, but reverberated. Like I can feel it, how you can feel it in your bones almost. It was that loud, but it was like really low and muffled. But I felt the the, uh, grunt. I felt it before. I felt it as I heard it. It sounds crazy, but it was that low and muffled that it was, that I felt it.
1: I don't think that's crazy at all. When you felt that reverberate, what? Did it evoke any emotions in you? Did it make you feel a certain way?
2: It's funny. Like I, I had mentioned on, when I responded, I'm a big martial artist. I've been studying martial arts for like maybe, wow, 40 years now. I've been doing martial arts and I know I can defend myself. In, in previous years, I have, been, I have had situations where I, I have been confronted by multiple people. And I've been able to defend myself. But when I saw this thing, I, I was afraid because I knew there's no way I could defend myself against this thing. No way. And my fear was just for my wife's safety and my safety. To be honest with you, I was hoping that if this thing came out, it would go after one of my friends. That was my thing. My thing was I'm going to run out of there with my wife and let them get eaten or get Whatever, because I wasn't going to take that chance.
1: It sounds like you were in self preservation mode for sure.
2: The whole time walking to that, the hike lasted about two hours, I believe. The whole time, I don't think I enjoyed the hike because I was apprehensive. Every little noise, I was always looking around, making sure that this thing wasn't following or, or it wasn't running after us.
1: Do you remember anything about the area of the face above the eyes like the forehead area?
2: The forehead it was the forehead was huge actually because the head was almost pointy. It wasn't like I guess like a regular human head. I remember it was pointy, not like a football, but that shape. It went it went up and Pointed to the top, but not really. Let's say a cone; it just almost, almost like an oblong shape. And I don't remember seeing ears because I guess maybe because it was so hairy, I couldn't see any ears. I don't remember seeing ears because again, I was trying to, I, I was trying to make sense of trying to match it with something mm. that could be explained, like let's say maybe a bear. But no. Nah.
1: So during the time when you were able to look at it and you had eye contact did it have an emotion mm-hmm. in its face at all or or during that time when you had eye contact were you feeling any emotions at all
2: i was afraid i, I felt fear but i don't this thing wasn't afraid or it didn't show any fear again it only lasted 30 seconds or less sure. few days. and it as it was looking at me yeah i remember it was it blinked a few times but it was just staring at me like, it, 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 it was not afraid or concerned. It didn't make any effort to, at least not during that moment, to run off or anything. No, it was just, this thing was sure of itself. Because again, when my friends started coming up behind me, it looked, in towards their direction. And then it just slid away. It just walked away. And then I just saw the arm disappear. And then the knee went away and then it just started I heard the noise and then I went in a bit to my left to try to get a better glance and then I was able to see between the trees and it just walked away going up the hill.
1: Were you able to get a good look at its hands?
2: The hands I was able to I was able to see one Once it was walking away, I did see the right, it looked like the right arm and the hand. And I could see that you can see almost like the palm, and it was cupped. But I didn't see fingers when, when I saw its arm and its hand because it was really hairy, also. Okay. So the hair was covering any form of digits. But when it walked away, yeah, I did see what looked like a hand. And it was, I could see the back of it because it was walking away from me. And the right arm was moving. I couldn't see the left arm because it was covered by the other trees. Mm-hmm. And I saw basically saw its right side from the back as it walked away.
1: Did you notice anything interesting about the arms?
2: The arms were, the arm that I saw was pretty long. The arm, yeah, that was another thing. The arm was pretty long. I would say maybe, yeah. Yeah. The arm was a bit longer. it looked longer than a regular human arm.
1: How far down the body would you say the arm?
2: I would say it went up to probably up to its knee okay. you were
1: able to see it walk away. Sounds yeah. were you able to see the feet? Did you notice anything about the feet of the creature?
2: no i didn't I couldn't see anything by the feet because I guess of the the growth in the area mm-hmm. so if as I was walking away, there was I guess like shrubbery and stuff. Sure. So I couldn't see past, I guess, its knee and below. That part, I guess, of uh, the uh, back of the leg, towards below the knee, I couldn't see because of the shrubbery as it walked away and it was walking up. I only saw, I, I would say, half of it. It's the right half with the arm down as it was walking up the uh, hill. Mm-hmm. And then again, I remember it stopped for a second and it looked to the right and then it just looked back straight and just... Kept walking, disappeared.
1: Anything weird about the gait of the creature or how the, it was actually moving, the way its legs moved, things like that?
2: I can't remember anything like that. But I do remember that when I first heard it and also when it walked away, when it took its steps, you can hear it as it crushed. The growth underneath that, it was heavy. Mm. It was heavy because you can actually hear the, you can walk in the woods and trouble and you'll make some noise, but this thing really made noise as it walked away.
1: If you had to estimate how much it weighed, what would you say?
2: Wow. Weight? Wow. Yeah. I, it had to have been at least eight feet tall because again, I can, the way when I was looking at it and I saw the tree, It was at least eight. I I couldn't see its whole, I didn't see the whole body, okay? Because when Mm -hmm. it peeked at me, it leaned to the right, and I saw part of the shoulder, I saw the face. So I only saw the right arm still holding to the tree. I saw the shoulder, and then when it went back and it started to move away, and I tried to follow it a bit to see when it was walking away, I only saw... The right half from its back, sure. it was tall of weight, easily five hundred pounds or more, I would say, yeah easily
1: was there anything that you saw that would make you think that it was a male or a female?
2: I just it was funny, I just assumed it was a male, sure I didn't because when it was leaning over i don't I didn't see any anything that would right indicate I didn't see breasts if, if yeah. that's what you mean I didn't see breasts. And then when I was walking away, it was huge. Uh, it didn't look like a female to me, basically. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I could be wrong. Maybe it could mean, but I couldn't see any features that would tell me or, or lead me to believe that it was a uh, female.
1: Were you able to see any anything under the hair uh, muscle-wise?
2: No, not necessarily muscle. Like... I guess if you would see a bodybuilder, no, huh. but the arms were huge. That right arm was, the, the width was really huge. I couldn't tell you how it was huge compared to looking at the arm, that right arm when it was leaning. Yeah, the, I could see the, from the shoulder going down to the arm and the elbow. And then as it came around the tree, it was huge, meaning thick. Mm -hmm. But I don't recall, I can't remember seeing like muscles or or muscle movement now.
1: Think back to what you were able to see of the the face, if you would. And is this a face that you would see when you're visiting the zoo or that you would see when you're walking down the street in the city?
2: No, not you wouldn't see that in a person, no. If anything, I would say, yeah, a gorilla maybe. I've seen gorillas up close. That's the only closest, but a gorilla, the, the features, a gorilla looks like the features, right? They're not hairy. They don't, the hair is really cropped and is close to the skin. And you can see the, the features, like right? the nose is flat, pushed in. No, this thing was not, this thing was not an ape, if, that, if that's what you if you wanted to compare it to, it was definitely not. I know what a what a gorilla, a, an orangutan, or even a chimpanzee looks. No, this thing did not resemble any of that.
1: Interesting. Okay, so not not an ape, but
2: no, that that was because hmm. that was one of later after the incident when we were still there. I was for days. I was trying to process it, trying to. Was it a gorilla? There's no gorillas up there. There's no way. There's no way. No way. So my wife thinks that it was either a bear or maybe somebody in a suit, but there's no way it was somebody in a suit. Not that big. No way.
1: So remind me what time of year it was in 1980s.
2: This was in August. Yeah, August, because we had gotten married in August of 85, my wife and I and basically we, that was almost our we were young at the time and so we didn't have a honeymoon and that was almost like a honeymoon trip so it was in sure. august of 87 and i remember that my friends had made a comment that that basically in seattle you can actually go swimming and you can also go skiing at the same time because you can actually go up to the mountain and i remember that when we went to the mountain we had to wear almost like a windbreaker type of thing because mm-hmm. it was it was colder up at the mountain than it was where we were staying. Yes, it was a colder day, but there wasn't snow in the area that we were hiking. But you can actually see higher up, you can see the mountain, the peak covered in snow, but not where we were hiking.
1: What time of day again was it that, that you saw that? This
2: was, this was like in the middle of the day. Okay. I think we got there like before lunchtime. Gotcha. And I remember that it was the lighting was pretty. It was decent lighting because the weather there is iffy. It was like little rain one moment and then it it would be sunny. And I remember it was a pretty nice, clear day. It it didn't rain on us or anything like that. It was pretty good. So there wasn't like let's say fog or anything that, or even a mist that might affect the vision of this thing.
1: Was there anything that the creature did during the short time you saw it that really confused you even after all these
2: years? Just the fact, the way that it was looking at me, the way it looked at me, it would be almost like a person would look at you, right? Like somebody, it's, I don't know, it's just, it felt like this thing is almost like a human being, but huge, huge. It looked at me and it knew that, that I was probably, I wasn't, put it this way, I wasn't a a local animal. It knew that I was a person, basically, and I felt that this thing's looking at me and it knows what I am. It wasn't like, let's say, a deer looking at you or any other animal. This thing, you can sense that this thing was almost human, basically.
1: Would you ever have nightmares about what you saw over the years? <laughs>
2: I did, I did have, I wouldn't say nightmares, because, not nightmares, but oh, you're constantly thinking about it, just trying to make sense out of it. Mm-hmm. Basically trying to make sense that it was not a bear, it was not a deer, it was not, no way it could have been an ape, because there's no apes up there. And I would think maybe, perhaps an ape got loose in the zoo and it escaped, and no, there was no. Never any incidents. I never read because later in life I would do research to see if there was any incidents regarding oh, maybe that they reported anything similar to that. And again, yeah, I did and I saw other, obviously I started seeing other people talking about sightings, but not let's say a mountain lion or something that does not belong up in that mountain.
1: Have you ever seen a let's say, a, a picture or a drawing or anything that was similar to what you saw?
2: The only thing that I, it's funny, the only thing that I think came close to it, again, was Chewbacca from Star Wars. That's the True. closest thing that I can relate to, except brownish red. Would you ever want to see one again? Yes, I would. I definitely would. Maybe, maybe not that up close, but yeah. I would definitely, I would love to see one.
1: Why would you want to see one again?
2: I don't know. I just, I think that I would need to see it. I I don't know. I can't explain why. I just need to see it again. Put it that way. I guess maybe to make sure that maybe I wasn't imagining, I wasn't seeing things. But then again, if I do see one again, I would know how to explain it or what it is. I need to know You know how people claim to see UFOs or even uh, ETs, right? Would you want to see one? I would love to see one, sure. Yeah, I definitely would love to see it. And it's funny, my friends and I used to go camping upstate New York again by the uh, Catskills area. There's a uh, lake, it's a uh, national park called North South Lake. I believe believe it's called Sogaris up in except 20, if I'm not mistaken, on the throughway. And we used to camp there all the time. And we would hear noises at night. We used to like to go camping either at the beginning of the season or at the end when there wasn't too many people. And we would hear stuff out there. And again, back then, we didn't know what a Bigfoot was. We never heard of it. But we would hear noises. And we always would joke about saying somebody left their dog in the woods and they Never came back for it because we would hear this thing that it sounded almost like a dog market, but it was like almost every time we went up there, we would hear this thing. But we never saw anything up there. We did see bear, black bear, and other animals, but we never saw anything like this up there. And I'm sure they've had sightings of it, but we never came across. And again, ever since I was a teenager, we used to go. Camping as a group, four of us, every year, religiously, and up until when I was an adult, I would say maybe I haven't gone camping in five years, but prior to that, I would go every year religiously camping to that same campground.
1: Yeah, no, I know that up in that area there have been sightings. I've I've talked to a few people. Mm-hmm. It's a very yeah. interesting area. Going back to your mountain mm-hmm. Rainier sightings. Um, yeah was there anything else that you had forgotten to mention about the encounter
2: uh, no nothing the smell it's funny because after it was gone, you can still smell it you can still smell it not as strong as when it was standing that close but after it left and my friends caught up i remember some of them saying oh they were talking about, oh, the, who's, who? they were joking around that somebody didn't take a bath or somebody let one go. And, and I, I just kept quiet because I didn't want anybody to know what happened. I, I just, at least not to my friends. I told my wife later when we came back actually from our trip, I mentioned it to her. But I never told my friends that were with us that day because I just, you know, I don't know how to explain. I wouldn't know how to explain it.
1: What kind of sounds were you hearing in this in the woods that that day
2: that day I heard squirrel sounds. we hear the squirrels chipmunks that that was that's probably just about it, and obviously birds, but nothing like this and again, when I heard the grunt, I immediately assumed it was a bear. That's what I thought I think it's gotta be a bear, and I've heard bear because up again when I was camping up state New York black bear would come to the campground and you have to be careful to not to engage them or bother we would basically walk away from the campsite and we knew enough to keep the the, whatever food we had tied up high with a rope in the tree to keep it away from the bear because they did come at night to the campground and if you didn't bother them they didn't bother you and they were not that big to the black bear up there not let's say a brown bear
1: were there any sounds that you heard during your time there when you were hiking around that were just out of place or that's a weird
2: sound i didn't hear anything out of place except for that grunt okay cool that was the only and again as we kept walking i i was i was always Listening, I was waiting to hear this thing because I was still afraid that this thing is going to come out and try to attack us. As I was hearing other noises, I was paying close attention that if I heard that grunt, that thing is going to be really close by. But the rest of the the hike, I didn't hear that particular grunt. No.
1: If the grunt was conveying an emotion, what would it be? Did you get anything from the sound? and i know that's a weird question but
2: yeah i i think that maybe it made the noise to let me know not to get close Uh, that's the only thing i can think of because again it sounded like a like a muffled grunt but it it sounded like it took a a breath first it went something like that and then something like that like it was relaxing and it was only that just that one grunt i didn't it didn't grunt anymore that was the only time it grunted and then as we made contact and it walked away, it didn't make any
1: has there been anything about the encounter that you do not wanna share or that you've been very hesitant to share?
2: No, not at all. That was the whole story, obviously. To this day, I haven't mentioned it to our friends up there in Seattle, Washington. Really? You still keep in touch with them. Yeah. I never mentioned it because. Oh, wow. I don't know. It's just one of those. And I'm sure that they are aware. And who knows? Maybe if we ever go up there. Because I have gone up there to visit them ever since that time in 87. I think we went back maybe five other times, different years. From 87 up until maybe, I think the last time we went up there was when my son was, my son was 5, 93, 4, 5, 6, 7, 1998 was the last time that we went up there.
1: So the people you're with out in the woods, they don't really know what happened. No, they don't know what happened now.
2: Mm. Wow. So again, maybe one day if we go, I'm sure we'll go up there to visit friends again because stuff happens, mm-hmm. who knows, weddings and things, and yeah. we will end up going up there and I'll probably mention it to them. I guess I'm in, 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 in I'm 63 mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. I'm in that point in my life But you know what? I, I don't care about, I don't care about what other people think. I get it. This, it, it doesn't bother me as it would have 30, 40 years ago, Right. Now I'm like, you know what? If they make fun of me, more power to them. that it, it would not affect me at all. I would not feel I guess what I would have what what I was afraid feeling back there, being ridiculed.
1: And the great thing is all the stuff that you're sharing will help a lot of people that are listening and maybe even help them to work through what they experienced and then be able to share by contacting me mm. what they've experienced you so i really appreciate you reaching out alfred
2: sure, very interesting yeah it was my pleasure it was nice talking to you and sharing this
1: if you ever do get in touch with those you know uh those friends again friends yeah and there's any new information please oh. uh, please reach out but
2: uh <laughs> i would definitely let you know yeah what their reaction is or what their take on it is. and Because I'm curious, too, to find out maybe, who knows, maybe they had similar experiences. But exactly. maybe they were shy or afraid to share mm-hmm. it. Who knows? Exactly. Interesting.
1: I know it's later mm. where you're at. I appreciate <laughs> you uh, spending your time with me tonight. And
2: thank you. Sure, Jim. Sure, it was nice talking to you. And thank you for having me.
1: Yes, sir. You have a great night.
2: Yep, you too now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Just want to take a few minutes to say thank you to you, all my listeners, for listening to the podcast. Please take a minute to help out the show by subscribing on YouTube, making sure you hit the bell so you don't miss any notifications, and share the episode on YouTube with a friend. Also, if you're listening to us on a podcast, thank you so much. Make sure that you're subscribed share the show with a friend really it's all about sharing the show wherever you can if you've had a bigfoot encounter related to the following or know someone who has please reach out to me at bigfootsocietygmail.com or pass on my email here's a list number one encounters from franklin county texas number two encounters from the entire state of iowa number three encounters from oak ridge oregon or the surrounding area Number four, any individuals that know about Bigfoot being flown off after the Mount St. Helens eruption. Number five, individuals that have had a Bigfoot encounter while in the military. Number six, those that have had a Bigfoot encounter in the southern New Hampshire or north central Massachusetts area, including Franklin County, Massachusetts. Number seven, individuals that have had a Bigfoot encounter in a Bible camp or Boy Scout camp setting. Number eight, individuals that have had Bigfoot try to enter their house forcibly while they were living inside. Number nine, individuals that have actively have a Bigfoot living on their property. And lastly, any sightings that are in the Wachita National Forest Area of Oklahoma or Arkansas. A special thank you to all the Bigfoot Society Patreon and YouTube channel members. It's your support that helps keep the show going, and I extremely appreciate it. I'll see you back next time, listeners. New shows on Mondays and Fridays see you then.